Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to the inside of my brain and my world. And today, at popular request, I'm answering a question that's being asked of me a lot these days. And the question is, why would you want to do that now, Isabel, at your age? I could be flip and just say, because I can. Or I could be pretty honest and say, because I have a t-shirt that says, because I said I would. But the truth is, it's because I have recognized the absolute power, the healing, regenerative, exciting benefits of pushing myself out of my comfort zone and deciding to do some things that I haven't done before. I've talked a little bit about that in previous episodes, but specifically today, I wanted to talk about this whole thing about why would you do that at this age? And I'm really happy I listened recently. I've become a follower of Julia Louis-Dreyfus, her new podcast show called Wiser Than Me. And if you think the name Julia Louis-Dreyfus sounds a little familiar, it's because if you were a baby boomer and watched Seinfeld, you'll know who she is. She has a new show where she's interviewing women, as you might guess, older than her, wiser than her. And the episode that I tuned into was with Diane von Furstenberg. Now, she's a famous fashion icon, the designer, and the innovator of the wrap dress that we all loved in our day and continue to, actually. It's one of those dresses that makes everybody look good and feel good. Diane is 76 now, and she's still going strong in so many ways. And she had a lot of wisdom to share. So I'll put a link to the show in my notes. I especially loved her perspective on when people say, how old are you? That she stops them and she reframes it into I have lived 76 years. Instead of asking someone how old they are, we should say, how long have you lived? And I loved that perspective, that really flipping it on its head, thinking about, am not, I've been saying that I'm 68 years young right now, on the eve of 69 and not very many more days and how excited I am about that. 
And all of this has brought flooding back to me a lot of the things in my lifetime that contribute to me feeling this young, this vibrant and excited about the future ahead of me. I recently interviewed Jean Price on this show and talked about her realization at age 74 young that she's already lived more of her life than the remaining future for practical considerations. And that brought me back to thinking about a time in my life when I was part of an executive coaching program called The Strategic Coach with Dan Sullivan. And one of the many things that I thank him for and the lessons that I learned as, as a client of that venerable institution was his exercise called the Lifetime Extender. And that was about 20 years ago that I went through that exercise. And at the time, I remember the discomfort I felt at that age being asked, what is the number? What's my number when I expect that I will die? Now, that's not something that I had been prepared for that day. And I, judging by my colleagues in the conference room that day, most people weren't. And so there was a lot of shuffling and heads down, et cetera. But we were, we were required to work through this ex exercise. So I wrote on my worksheet the number 88. Not because I thought through or that I was predicting the end of my physical existence on this planet, but I, my grandmother, I think, was around that age at the time, and I was also thinking eight is one of my favorite numbers, and I like, I like multiple numbers, so for the sake of the exercise, I put down 88. Then we were required to make a list of the things that we would do if we had more time and no limitations, no restriction. What are the things that we hadn't yet gotten around to in our life that we wish we could do, but were really prepared to commit to it or didn't think we had the resources or we didn't think we'd have the time? But without any of those limitations, we spend quite a bit of time writing down all the sorts of things that we would do if time and resources were not an object. Then the process was that we had to stop and calculate, tabulate about how much time would it take to accomplish those things that we put on the, I wish I could if I had the opportunity list. And lo and behold, my list back then, this was 20 years ago, added up to 40 years, which would mean I would have then had to live, change my life expectancy to 128 years living to accomplish all those things. I'm going to tell you, it was spectacular. I hope that changed my perspective on what is possible, what is important to me, and how 
it that was the beginning, I can tell you, that was the real beginning for me of thinking about not expiring, not coming to an end downhill when I got into my 60s. On the other hand, it made me think bigger, more expensively, and I started to imagine, hmm, maybe I could, maybe I should. And what if I did it? How would that change my legacy? How would I adjust my expectations of who I am, how I want to show up in the world, what my future self is, who I want to become if I thought of doing all of those things? And that's probably about the time that I started to think about lift as you climb, that knowing in opening myself up and raising my sights to what is possible in my lifetime, if I just go for it, how that I could positively impact others, people close to me and people I haven't even met yet. The other thing that I think is Dan Sullivan put in perspective for me too is that the cause of death, in his opinion, there are three causes where people end their lives, their physical life ends, and there are three reasons. And those three reasons are they have no friends. We know this is statistically proven that people that are lonely will die younger. No friends, no purpose. We all know that's true. We all know that if you don't feel a sense of purpose, if your life doesn't matter, if there's no reason to make an effort, you will die quicker. Your life will end quicker. Or you're physically and mentally, you will degrade. We've seen that happen looking back at men who retire from their careers and suddenly they are deceased because they feel no purpose. And then the third reason that Dan feels that people's lives end is no money. And so not having the money, the financial resources to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to be active, to have a purpose, to do things, um, certainly to not to remove the stress and the fear associated with not being able to have quality care, quality food, quality relationships. There they are. Think about it. Put it in perspective. Three reasons that you have within your grasp, your ability, your consciousness to mediate the decline of your physical life. Being conscious of your friends, the kinds of people that you associate with, kinds of people that lift you and buoy you up in your love of self and love of life and love of living. Purpose. Hey, you're a year. You have gifts and you have lifetime experience. Now you have so much to give. You got to get out there and give it and have a purpose. And know, recognize the purpose that you had before may not be the purpose that you have now or the purpose that you will have in the future. 
that's opening up. That's personal growth. That's personal expansion. Those are the things that I think are incredibly wonderful and excite me about my life every day because I just have no, I just don't know. I don't know what else I may do. I know that I am capable of a great deal, but I don't know yet what else that may be, but I'm open and trying to remain open to all of that and no money. And so that's part of what I'm doing as the Encore Explorer at my age. I'm an entrepreneur, seriously and serially an entrepreneur, and I love to continue to learn so that I can share more with people that I can help. And I continue to lift myself as I grow in my skills, capabilities, experience, connections, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm building my own success ladder as I'm doing so. And in my ability, as I am lifting myself and climbing my own success ladder, I have the opportunity and I believe the responsibility to help others, to empower others, to build their own success ladders. And I'm confident that you do too, that you have that opportunity in front of you where the uniqueness that you have, your unique abilities, your life experience, the resources that you have are very valuable in helping others whether that's because you have a business, whether you're a coach, I am an online educator, or whether you are mentoring, coaching, teaching in person, whether it's with your grandchildren, with friends, family, colleagues. For instance, in a community, a service group like Rotary, like I am. So this has been just a really awakening, opening time for me again after some challenging years where I really did. I did that search, that deep internal search, asking repeatedly, who am I now? And I know I'm not alone in asking that question. It used to scare me. It used to embarrass me. It made me feel ashamed and a little guilty that at my age, in my 50s, my 60s, I wasn't really sure who I was. Wow, guess what? It's because I was changing. I was evolving. And so I'm continuing to catch up to who I am becoming because I decided to retire only from the things I no longer like to do so that I could make more room to do more of what I want to do, to say yes to more experience, yes to more living versus aging. And that's why I call it my encore, because I feel that encore means more and encore is a positive, a celebration of what is possible. And I'm looking for that too. How just a fun thing. I have an app on my phone called Countdown, and I'm using it these days, especially because I have a lot of 
travel and change coming up in my life. I had it set um, for countdown to when I was going to be houseless, because you may know my part of my story right now is that I've put my furniture and most of my possessions in a storage unit, and I'm preparing to travel around the world. Part-time, I'm house-sitting like I am today, and part-time visiting with friends and family around the world, and part-time just going off and having adventures. And like I am in, let's just see, we're checking out here. I am off to Dubai in 30 days from the day I'm recording this, and 53 days, I'm going to touch down in Bali, where I'm going to spend a month with my Rotary group visiting the service projects that I am so proud to be involved in and part of with them. And then the other the app here, let me see, is it better? The app says that in 74 days, I will be celebrating my 69th birthday in Bali. And I'm so like, that would not have been in my vision 20 years ago in Dan Sullivan's strategic coach exercise. But there it is. I was open to new adventures in my life. The other thing I added today, because now, honestly, I have to rethink my lifetime extender numbers, because now I realize I very unlikely that physically I would be finished at the age of 88. Right now, I'm healthy. There are no signs. There no seem to be any reason to expect that I wouldn't live long and vibrantly after that age. And the other aspect of this is I continue to grow my list of the things I would like to do if I have extra time. And that's what I'm working on. Sharing with you, I've now set my countdown app to track my 100th birthday. And I love the fact that I can do this because I can do it by the months, the weeks, the days, the hours, the minutes, even the seconds if I want to. But for the purpose of this exercise today, I'm looking at 11,000. 397 days from now, I'll be throwing myself a 100th birthday party and inviting all of you to celebrate with me. And that sounds like a lot. And I know that time accelerates and it just goes by so very quickly. And to put that in perspective, if I change the app setting, to months. My 100th birthday is only 374 months from today. Now, when you look that in comparison to 365 days in most years and 374 months to my 100th birthday, I just thought, okay, giddy up, Isabel, get busy living because I think there's just so much more that you want to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to do that. So put the name of the app in there. If you're interested in it, I totally 
welcome you to join me on this incredible extended lifetime. And remember that age is simply a state of mind. It's never excuse to stop dreaming, to stop imagining, lifting, climbing, living, because you have a choice. You have a choice. I welcome you to join me along this journey and happy birthdays, many of them to you. Talk soon. Oh, P.S. If you want some ideas, they also recorded a podcast about two years ago this time called Epic Living. And no, actually, correction, it's called Do Epic Shit. It's along those ideas, but it might give you some other thoughts on how to create your epic list. And also that I no longer have a bucket list. I didn't like the connotation that conjured for me. A bucket is something you kick, and I wasn't ready to kick the bucket by any means. So now I have an epic list, and it gets longer and longer. Enjoy. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media with friends and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, the Lift As You Climb movement, where you can engage be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.